the only thing that's separating you from where you are right now and where you need to be is the relationship of coaching. Learn modern marketing that you can use to grow your business in today's competitive landscape. This is Digital Marketing Masters with Matt Rouse and Jeremy Marcotte. Welcome to Digital Marketing Masters. I'm your host, Jeremy Marcotte, and I'm here with Matt Rouse. Say hi, Matt. Hello. And today we have Nathan Cook. Hi, Nathan. Salutations. Salutations and greetings. All right. So Bonjour. <laughs> Nathan is a business coach, right? So tell us a little bit about that. Tell us how you got into coaching. Yeah, it was uh, completely by random mistake. No, uh, <laughs> actually, uh, I was working six jobs at one point in my life, and I was trying to get a business off the ground. And a good friend of mine, while I was doing a graveyard shift, he came up to me and said, hey, do you like what you're doing in life? And I was like, no, thanks for asking. <laughs> and he said, hey, I think you'd be a really good speaker. I think you'd be a really great coach. And I said, do people actually make money doing that? And uh, I started into that program to get certified as a coach, trainer, speaker, mm -hmm. and haven't looked back since. It's been absolutely amazing. Brought me all around the world. Got to speak to a number of different people from different businesses and organizations and really have gotten to see how leadership and communication and those types of pieces uh, really do play into every single aspect of life. Mm. Well, you know, it's funny. When I met my wife, Carrie, originally... She told me she was a dog groomer. And I was like, you can make money doing that? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised what people I can didn't make even money. know that that was a thing. Yeah. And then yeah, apparently it, it's it's quite a big thing. Dog walking but, is uh, a good I had huskies when I was a kid, and you, didn't, you just brush them and try and keep them from swimming in the river kind of thing, and you're good to go. They have apps now where you can download an app to to find a dog walker in mm -hmm. your neighborhood. Right. I, I see them with shirts. Actually, there's people walkers now, too. Right. Good. It's crazy. Really? Yeah, you can hire someone to walk you. <gasps> Jeremy? <laughs> weight loss program. If we you'd should, like to, uh, get if you'd like to, to contribute to Jeremy's weight loss program, walking. That's right. <laughs> hire Jeremy Go to, a walker. Uh, hookseo.com slash contact and tell us if you'd like to walk Jeremy and what day. <laughs> <laughs> we prefer Thursdays and Fridays. And Bring your own leash. Walk. If this yeah. works, I'm hunting you guys. He has his own collar, though. <laughs> I do have my own collar. We're good. <laughs> so, so you talk about coaching and, and talking to people and figuring everything out. And the thing that we've been talking, it's, it's a recurring theme here, is mindset. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about that because self-sabotage is a thing, fear of missing out, never starting because you think, oh, if I do this, I'm going to fail, fear of failure, all of those things. They're, they're different steps in your mindset. And so let's maybe talk about a little bit about that and how you approach those things, if that works. Yeah, mindset is 100% something that every single person, whether you have a business, whether you are working for a company, or even if you're just a stay-at-home parent, you really have to look at mindset and everything that you do. And what most people don't understand is between the ages of, you know, when you're born to eight years old, that's when you're learning. That's when you're just the sponge. And most of the things that you're learning, those habits, those types of mindsets are coming from that period of time. And so we, we actually will pull back from those experiences. They're kind of our default memories to go, okay, this is how I'm going to interact and move forward within this interaction with someone. And so it's important to understand that because we are all pre-programmed to interact with other people in a certain way. And it's a mindset. It's, it's a mindset that we come into every single environment that we have. And if you don't know that, you can very easily get into autopilot. 
You know, maybe you had something happen to you as a kid and your parents said, hey, don't jump in the pool. You're going to drown. And they said that over and over to you. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're 40 years old and people are asking you to go run in the ocean. You're I don't know why I have this insane fear to go run in the ocean. Well, your parents, when you were younger, told you that you were going to drown when you touch water. Mm-hmm. And we can't figure out where did this come from? And so with that as just kind of the premise, we all have these basic thoughts that are running through our minds, these automatic programs, and you have to learn how to disrupt them in order to start to change them. Mm -hmm. And it really comes from a place of awareness. Are you even aware of the things that you think? And there's a really great way to figure out if you even agree with the things that you think. (laughs) Speak them into a microphone and record them and then listen to them back. And you might go, did I say that? I don't even remember saying that. (laughs) You both are married, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you guys know this all the time. I never said that, honey. Well, I have a very good memory and I can tell you exactly what you said. We just don't remember the things that are coming out of our mouth. Mm -hmm. But if we did, we'd be very surprised by the things that we actually say. Wow. So mindset is everything. Yeah. Huge. Right. And it's an ingrained thing. It's it's something we were taught and learned as very young age. So how do you challenge people to change? their mindset. So really, it's almost a logical type of way that you're you're working to help someone change their mindset. So we see this a lot nowadays because we have the, the Twitter wars and we have the Facebook wars. You Facebook. Know, you, I like to call it the dumpster fire. The dumpster fire. <laughs> you know, one person says, you know, something stupid and they don't even care. They just want to see the fireworks go off, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden these people start fighting back and forth. And they go back and forth with this mind dump of kind of useless information. And so if you were to go back and you have a conversation with that person, you say, well, what do you believe about this? They're going to tell you specifically what they believe. And you say, okay, so let me tell you what you just said to me and and let me see if this is correct. Mm -hmm. And you're literally taking their words, not distorting them and saying them back to them. Like verbatim. Verbatim. And they're going to go, I said that? Yeah, you literally just said that. Well, I, 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 there's something wrong with that. And you almost kind of catch them in this, this mind lie that they have that, well, they don't really have this thought. Mm-hmm. Like, have you, ever, have you ever sat down with someone and you're talking with them and they're just so self-deprecating that you can't even get, you're like, you're such a good person, but yeah, why do you why put yourself down? you put down? yourself down constantly? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, they don't even know they're doing it. It's like this defense mechanism that they don't want people to know how good they are because, well, what if they're actually living all out and it's not good enough? Right. And so it's kind of interesting to think about it in that way. People don't want to be embarrassed, of course, because your brain can't really tell the difference between embarrassment and actual danger. And also that kind of fear of not being acknowledged for the things that you do, or maybe you think you did something really good and somebody else is going to, I have all these terrible swear word sayings in my vocabulary, so (laughs) I'm just going to come up with something different, but I don't know. We used to say somebody's going to shit in your cereal. Yeah. So you don't want people shitting in your cereal. Yeah, you really don't. No. <laughs> Dang it, now I've got a mental image. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> mindset is huge mm-hmm. and changing it, I've never done that. I've never just said something, said my thoughts out loud. Yeah. Because I've always been the person like, well, if I said all of my thoughts out loud, my friends list would go, it would be very small. And, <laughs> and, and, and that's... Fine to an extent, right? Mm-hmm. But that's where the whole social filters and things come in. Yeah. You know, we talked about it before we started recording. Like, you know, look, I speak in front of people. I can turn off my sailor mouth and be fine. Yeah. Right? So 
I can't. No. <laughs> There's a reason that we mark these explicit. So when you do this with somebody, when you sit down and actually talk to them, do you literally, like, step one is let's talk about these things that we do or that you do, and I'm going to just say your thoughts back to you? Is that kind of step one, or how do you— Not, not necessarily. So it, it's a very simplified— reasoning to explain, you know, kind of what the coaching method is, but really what the coaching method, so there's, there's different levels of listening and the levels of listening that you want with a coach is in that third level where people are listening to the emotions in your voice, where they're picking on that kind of tertiary feeling that is in that moment. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, I feel like there's more that you're not saying. And I love what you said about there. You know, we have kind of these filters, the social filters that we put on. And what the coaching aspect actually does for people is when you come in, there's no judgment. You walk in and I'm sitting next, I'm sitting across from you and say, okay, you can say anything that you want. You're not going to shock an army, you know, unless you tell me that you've killed someone and I have to legally report that. But other than that, you can tell me anything and it stays between us and we're going to work through things. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not your therapist. We're not going to go through it's a different relationship. years of abuse. But if there's something that you're going through right now that you're trying to overcome, uh -huh. then let's talk about that. Because most CEOs, most business owners, they don't have that soundboard to be able to say, you know what, I'm really struggling right now in my marriage and it's really affecting my business right now. Or my business, I'm not getting the numbers that I need. It looks really great on paper, it looks good on social media, but I'm not making anything and I'm about ready to close down shop. We, we see that a lot right. nowadays mm. of people closing down shop because they can't be their authentic self because of fear of judgment. And so what the coaching aspect really does is it creates the safe environment, the safe space where you can go into and say, here's what's really going on. Mm. And this is what I'm trying to work through. And it allows you, I see this like a, like a sand pit, you know, with all the small little tools as a kid and you, you get to go in and create whatever it is that you want without judgment. Mm -hmm. You get to play in the sand and go, that was a really stupid building. Let me, let me knock that down and redo that. Mm. And it's okay to do that. Because the coach is going to go, okay, how is that going to help you? Versus, well, seriously, you just spent the last 25 years building that, and now you're just going to rip it apart? Like, are you stupid? Right. It's the right. That fear of sunken costs or something like that. It's, you don't want to let sunk costs sink your future, right? Right. Yeah. Just because and you've done it the same way for 25 years doesn't mean that that's still the same way it needs to be done. Yeah. Well, and it has to change. You have to be able to evolve with what's going on around you within business. I mean, if if you're not changing things within your business every month, every couple months, you could be dead in the water. I mean, there's so many different examples of that from right. Polaroid to, you know, <laughs> we don't have to go down the list. Yeah. But, yeah. If you're still running your business like you were in 2007 before the iPhone came out, and, you know, that kind of stuff. Was it 2008 the iPhone came out? I don't remember now. It's been a while. But, I will never know. go to smartphones. Well, then you probably won't ever get business. Right. Right. And I, I mean, it's, it's, it's not even just about technology and stuff, too. The attitudes of people change over time and mm -hmm. how people view the world changes. And, you know, people are a lot more aware of corporations and their actions now. A lot of companies and old school kind of people and business people and stuff like that, and especially like politicians and things like that are getting into trouble because mm -hmm. everybody's carrying around a live action camera in their pocket 24 hours a day. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you can't hide from things anymore, right? You have to be very uh, aware of 
how your business looks and how you act and those kind of things and trying not to swear on your podcast. And <laughs> the integrity word comes up within that. You know, integrity being your actions and your words align. Mm-hmm. And we are more aware of what our actions are versus what our words are. Right. So we can become very easily out of alignment with integrity with the people that we're around. And we're seeing that a lot with politicians. We're seeing that in Hollywood. We're seeing that all over the place because people are not cognizant of what their words are and the things that are in their mind. Because whatever you put in your mind, it's, it's going to find a way to come out, whether it's through your words or your actions. Mm-hmm. And so really, even through behavior, because I study human behavior quite often, is that you can see human behavior and go, mm, there's a thinking problem with that. There's a problem inside of their mind that's causing them to act this way. How do we start to change thinking so that the actions, so that the results come out differently? Especially if you get into things like self-sabotage and business and stuff like that, it comes up a lot. You know, maybe people are like, maybe they've started like partying all the time or they could be like cheating on their spouses or maybe they're like hiding by traveling constantly or addiction problems, you know, all kinds of stuff comes out. I'm sure you've seen yeah. lots of things. I I don't want you to tell us anything about your clients or anything, right? But, I got this one guy. Well, you know Jim. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I can't yeah. really talk about him, but he lives at this address. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's, it's back to coaching, right? Coaching is one of those things that the people that do it, the businesses that do it, that hire a coach, a lot of them will actually go all in, right? They'll do it. They'll take the suggestions and advice of their coach. And mm-hmm. and most of those people, assuming they're being coached correctly, they move forward in their business. They might change direction and do something a little bit different or slightly different, but they actually do it. But there's a lot of people that say, well, all of the people that need a coach will have a coach already, right? So how do you broach that subject? How do you help people learn what coaching can do for them? Like, Because that's something, you know, if I tell somebody that I'm going to introduce you to somebody, he's a business coach, Mm -hmm. immediately they're going to clam up. I'm like, well, I don't want to say anything about my business because what if I say something wrong and he just judges me? He's going to judge me. He's going to tell me that I'm stupid. Right. Yeah. So how do you broach that subject? How does does somebody broach that subject with somebody that is a, a business coach to maybe find out if it's something that will actually work for them? Yeah. Well, I love what you said, too, because there's there is this common misconception with coaches. You know, there are those that coach and then there are those that are consultants. Mm-hmm. And there's a very different aspect to both. If I'm a consultant, I'm going in working with a business. I'm going in, I'm figuring out what's going on, and I'm giving them the solutions to their problems. The coaching on that aspect is, and I, and I find this, it's always funny to me when I start with a new client because if they've never had coaching before, it'd be like you have the keys to your house and you say, I want you to go and I want you to fix these things in my house. Mm-hmm. You know, teach me how to fix them. I'm like, okay, awesome. And you hand me the keys and I go, and I hold the key and I go, oh, that's awesome. Here, how about you show me where it is? And I hand the key back to you. Right. See, the consultant is the one that grabs the key and goes, okay, follow me and let's let's look at all these different pieces. Yeah, your water heater's broken, all these different things. Mm-hmm. The coach doesn't do that. The coach says, okay, so here are your keys. You know, where, where is the trouble spot? Can you open the door and show me where things are? And all, of a, and all of a sudden, you start walking me through and say, well, there's this issue with finances where we're not getting any income. You know, we don't know, we don't know why we're not making money. Oh, that's, that's really interesting. Like, has anything changed recently? Well, we, we purchased all these different types of, you know, subscriptions and leases. And so we have that. And I guess those are kind of unexpected. You know, how, much are you, how much are you paying for those things? I don't even know. I, I, we haven't even looked at it lately. Oh, you think that might be interesting to like go and maybe figure it out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. You know, a week later we come back and we talk. We're like, I didn't realize that we're losing thousands of dollars a week on leases and we don't even use half of the equipment. Mm. It sounds stupid, but I am entering into this relationship with someone who's been taught their entire life that you are stupid. You don't have the answers. Go ask a teacher. Go ask someone that's smarter than you that is going to be able to solve your problems because you're not smart enough. Mm. Those are the people that I'm constantly getting in contact with. And their trouble is, you mean you want me to fix my business and to run my life? You mean I have to be in charge of that? <laughs> what, what am I paying you for? <laughs> what am I paying you for anyway? And, it, and it's really that knowledge. It's the partnership to be able to go in with someone and say, okay, so I understand you have some issues here and I could easily come in and fix them and, and tell you what they are. But wouldn't you like to be able to fish every single day? You, I mean, mm-hmm. you get the analogy. And that's what the coaching piece does. And so when I'm meeting with clients and they go, oh my gosh, I get it. I get that instead of you telling me what I need to do, you're going to help me figure it out so that I don't have to bring you back. Right. Like that's the greatest piece for any business owner. Like if you can give a product that is so spectacular that they never come back and they don't have to ask for that problem to be fixed again, you've solved it. Now there's another problem that you can go in and fix. Mm -hmm. That's what business should be about. It should be about fixing problems, not continually like putting the Band-Aid over like the huge pipe that's bursting. Oh, this will fix it for a little bit, but you'll probably have to call me in a couple months when it goes to hell in a handbasket. Right. And if you're selling a service or a product like that, come on, dude. Yeah. Stop being that guy. Well, (laughs) but but most people, exactly what you're saying, well, what, I mean, if I have to go into this and you're going to ask me questions, that means that I'm going to have to be honest with where I actually am. Mm-hmm. And that's scary for people. Well, yeah, because yeah, you want to put on the facade, right? You want everybody to think, wow, he's wildly successful and he's doing a great job. And then inside you're like, ah, the house is burning down. What the hell is going on? Right? So yeah. letting people in is hard. That's why seeing a therapist is hard. Mm-hmm. Seeing a business coach is not easy. It's it's going to be hard at first, right? Because yeah. you're confronting those problems that you're like, yeah. So well, it's I'm tough to ask money. yourself hard questions, but... I think there's a difference in between saying, okay, I'm going to go home and I'm going to ask myself some tough questions and having someone who actually knows what questions to ask in what order to kind of yeah. figure out where those vulnerabilities are in your business or maybe where you've got some holes in leadership or focus or you know any of those things that coaching is going to help you with. Yeah. I think that's a good thing too is knowing the questions asked, yeah, you can answer this laundry list of questions, right? But who knows where to start? Yeah. Right? Because some things can be super easy. Like, hey, did you think of this? And now a quick break. Digital Marketing Masters will be right back. Are you ready to stop grinding and start making an impact? Are you tired of working long hours and not growing your business? Get Matt's new book, Flattening the Hamster Wheel, on Amazon now. Just go to hook2.us slash hamster. That's H-O-O-K-T-O dot U-S forward slash H-A-M-S-T-E-R. I heard a guy oh, yeah, on the Business Lunch podcast last week when I was listening to, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, started a real estate company that's kind of blown up. I think he said that they're they're going to do $3 billion this year in sales. And they like, only sell $200,000 homes. I, I don't even know. <laughs> that's not the point, what he does or how much money he makes. <laughs> the point is that he's like, oh yeah, I have a coach. I always have a coach. She's like, 
I've been using the same business coach for like six or seven years now, yeah. right? When he was doing $30 million, he still has a business coach when he's doing $3 billion. The, and, and that's huge because right. and, and, that's, a great, that's a great point is that most people think they need a coach when everything is going to shit. Right. Like, oh, I need, I need to go hire a coach because we're not making money right now and there's an issue over here. And if you want to have the best performance in your business, you hire a coach when it's going well mm-hmm. so that you can improve performance. Coaching improves performance. If, if you're expecting a coach to come in and make everything absolutely glorious when it's falling apart at the seams, mm-hmm. you you might need to you know take a, a, a wake up pill here because yeah. also don't call a marketing company at that point. <laughs> yeah, well they'll take your money, but it's not we it's won't. not going to help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, you we, guys won't. We got to a point where you know you if we're here to save your business, you have problems bigger than we can solve. Right. So and most you should people, talk to a coach. And most people at that point, <laughs> <Or a> consultant. <laughs> what's funny is most people when they're at the point when they need a coach. I, and I hear this all the time. They, well, I, I can't afford it right now. I just can't make that investment. And I'm looking at them going, the only thing that's separating you from where you are right now and where you need to be is the relationship of coaching. Because there's just certain aspects that you're, you're missing. They're falling through the cracks that you need to actually work through. Mm-hmm. Well, when I get the money, I'll do that. Well, right. the money won't ever come in because you have to make more money and you have to do these specific tasks. It's kind of like when you get to that point in business and you have to hire an assistant. Mm. And you go, well, I can't afford to pay the assistant, but I can't handle the work, any more work. And so the question right. is, well, at what point do you realize that you're just going to have to hire the assistant, eat the cost, mm-hmm. until you have the, the work? And that's really the same thing with coaching is right. you might have to eat a little bit of cost. I did that at the beginning of the year when I hired a brand new coach. I was like, there's no way in heck that I can afford this guy. And I ended up paying him. And then you know, two months later, I had seven brand new clients. I was like, well, he, he definitely paid right. for himself. Right. When it comes to... That was a coach coach. That was a coach coach. Yeah, he was a coach coach. <laughs> but it I comes to those... Coach coach. Yeah. But it comes to those points, though, that you have to realize that you have to make the jump. And it's not going to be comfortable. The biggest payouts come from a little bit of risk. And even maybe more than a little. Now, if you're going extreme, right. you know, I'm not going to take someone's credit card or a payment from them if they're, you know, mortgaging, you know, five businesses in their mm. house. And they're, I just, you know, I just, this is all I need. It's like, no, there's, there's a bigger issue here. There's a finance yeah. issue that you're not, you're not taking into account. You need to go work with someone that can help you with finances. I can't do that for you. Right. Yeah, a person who's who's one payment away from bankruptcy needs to be talking to a bookkeeper or someone, right? Not a uh, not a coach at that point. You know, things are starting to go downhill, and you're not sure why. That's a great time. Yeah, right? it is a great time. Or if maybe you're stuck and you're not growing, you know, that's a good time. Or you are starting to grow your business, and you're worried maybe you don't know what to do to kind of take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Or you're worried you're not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. It's a great way. Yeah, I mean personally. With our business, you know, there's a lot of stuff to kind of get your ducks in a row with your business, even though we've been around, what, five, six years now. This, mm-hmm. this coming year will be our sixth year. You know, we got still, something came up today. Perfect example. I went and looked at something online and something had not been done, something fairly fundamental to our business, right? And I went back and I could have gone and like tracked down whoever did that work <laughs> and yelled at them or whatever it is, but it's not. It's my fault, right? Yeah. Because... I'm writing a process manual and I haven't written that part yet and I haven't given it to them. Yeah. So they don't have the box to check off, so it's my fault. 
It's not their fault, right? Yeah, and so as you grow, you, as we get that stuff done and fixed, right? And most of that stuff came from coaching, right? All these things that I know that I need to do, mm-hmm. you know, I just <laughs> I don't have my coach right now because I mean I'm still trying to finish all the stuff that you were supposed I to got do from the first time, <laughs> yeah. right? But you know, we're getting there. So I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a hundred percent believer in coaching, and I love what you said too. You know, as you grow, new problems arise. And more money, so more problems. More money, more problems. <laughs> so, I just went into a rap song in my head, and it's something about 99 problems. But anyway. You could sing um, it. <laughs> so, so we encourage people about doing tasks. 99 problems, but a coach ain't one. A coach ain't one, evidently. Maybe that's a fix or <laughs> problem itself. And we finally fixed we fixed everything. That's we can right. be done now. Nailed it. All right. Thanks for joining us. Um, so we encourage people to do tasks that produce compound interest. And we've heard you talk before about affirmations and actually doing them, saying them out loud and stuff like that. So do you have any tips for people that will help them grow their business or themselves over the long run. Affirmations are huge. Yeah. Speaking things into it. You said it earlier, like speak your thoughts and then you kind of realize what you're doing. If you're the self-deprecating person, mm-hmm. then you're speaking those things into existence. You're you're believing them at a subconscious level and stuff like that. So do you have any tips or self-fulfilling anything prophecy? Self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm prophecy. so dumb. I can't believe I did that. You idiot. Like we say that under our mouth, right? Mm-hmm. But the great question Affirmations are absolutely important in everything that you do. And when I'm working with clients, I tell them, hey, you need to look at the different areas of your life. It's really easy to focus just on business, Mm -hmm. but there's this whole other world called life. You know, whether that's your marriage or your your partnership with someone or whether that's your kids or whether you're wanting to get in shape, whatever area of life it is, you need to think into, before even writing your affirmations, what do you want? Mm -hmm. What do you want in those areas? And writing out what it looks like to have those things. I am a runner. I run 12 miles a day. I sing really well. Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love my wife. I love my spouse. I encourage my kids. Whatever those things are that you want to be, you may not necessarily be them in that moment. But the person that you want to be is who you need to channel at that moment. And you can't be thinking present when you're writing affirmations. You have to be thinking into the future. Or we we do the negative thing. I don't want to be self-conscious. Your mind doesn't hear the negative. It doesn't hear the negative, exactly. And so all your mind goes is, be self-conscious, be (laughs) self-conscious, be self-conscious. I'm not okay with, I I can't even think of another one. Just think of something where you say not, or I don't, or whatever. Your mind doesn't hear negatives. Your your mind, universe, however you want to think of it, right, thinks, this is what I want. Make a list of the things you want. And if you put, I don't want this, guess what? You're going to get that thing. Yeah. You know? So you do the affirmations. What? You do it once or twice? Or? Yeah. You do <laughs> I've it. I've done it twice. I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. I've, I got this down. So I, for me, I got into a pattern where I wanted to start working out more. So about a, a little over a year ago, I started running. And I started out with music. And I was like, music is really great. And you have to be careful of the music that you listen to also. Like, that's something that I always tell Yanni's people. Yanni's not something to run to? Eh, maybe not. I don't know. But the lyrics, the what you're listening to, that actually conditions your mind. Ah. The, I had a good friend growing up that would say, oh, I just listen because the beat sounds really good. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a load of horse dung. Like, I'm sorry, but if you listen to half the things that are coming out of the guy's mouth or the, the gal's mouth, that's going to eventually make its way out of your own. Prime example, what you put into your mind is going to come out. So you have to repetitively do it over, 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 and over, and over. 
And so for me, I took it a step further and I said, you know what, Nathan, what you need to do is you need to record your affirmations. So I ended up recording my affirmations in my own voice with inflection that actually you know, said that I believe this, this is going to come true. And what's really funny is when, you, when you're saying them, I do it in front of a mirror mm-hmm. and you look at your face. <laughs> I, <laughs> you laugh and that's exactly what I'm talking about because you'll look in front of the mirror and you'll say, I'm sexy. And you'll go, (laughs) 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 oh, yeah, I don't believe that one. And you have to get to the point where you're not laughing at the affirmations that you want, the things that you really want. You have to actually believe what it is that you want. And so you record the affirmations. And so I did this and I put it on my my iPhone and I started running around the block. And the first thing I would do is I'd I'd listen to my affirmation. I'd listen to some positive quotes and then I'd listen to music. And so I'd have about two songs by the end of my run. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was a game changer because as I started to do it running, then I was like, well, why don't I listen to it in my car? I started listening to affirmations in my car. I started listening to it when I ran. I started to put it on right before I went to bed. And I started to soak my mind in these positive affirmations. And after a while, I started catching myself when things would come out of my mouth that weren't in alignment with my affirmations. Mm. You know, I might say something snappy, you know, because I wouldn't cook things that way to my wife. And all of a sudden, just like, boom, like, oh, well, that's not loving your wife. Maybe you need to rethink what you just said. So as you start to immerse yourself in a different type of thinking, it's going to challenge the status quo of this automatic, you know, driving process. You know, you you drive down the street and all of a sudden you're, you were going one place, but now you're in the place that you always, you drive to work and how did I get here? Same exact thing. So you start to condition your mind in that way to the point that it's um, filling up a a cup. You know, you have, you know, some nice red dye in a cup and you just keep pouring water in Mm -hmm. and eventually it just dilutes to to the point that it's just water. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's really what you have to think about. You're not emptying it out. You're just constantly pouring in good stuff to to counter in the bad negative. So that kind of leads into another thing too, right? Like service-based businesses and, and things where I'm offering a service, it's really hard when you're not in the right mindset to charge what you're worth, right? So you see it all the time where you know, you ask a graphic designer or something like that. So what's your hourly rate? Oh, my hourly rate is $45 an hour. And you just kind of step back when you're in the, the abundance mindset and stuff like that. You're like, that's, that's not nearly enough because they don't think that they're worth more than that. Mm -hmm. But they have a very specific set of skills that they just think, well, $45 is plenty. That's all I need to live. How do you take something like that and help them kind of start changing their mindset and the way they think about things to charge the right amount for their services because $45 an hour for a freelance graphic designer, they are starving yeah. and living with 16 people, right? Yeah. <laughs> so how, how do you do something like that? How do you help people change their mindset or, or, you know, like what's a tip that you would give them or something like that to help change their mindset to actually charge enough to live and thrive? Yeah. A great question I like to ask is what's your relationship with money? Did you it grow eludes up? me. It eludes me. Everywhere I go, it's, it's just so running. Elusive. It's running around the corner everywhere I go. We hold hands with money and run through the beach. Run down <laughs> the beach. It's a beautiful picture. It's beautiful. Uh, but really, when you ask someone, what's your relationship with money? 
you know, what do you believe about money? You know, we, we were taught, you know, uh, money is the root of all evil. You mm. know, we, we've, we've heard those things. Well, it's not money that's really evil. It's the love of money, right? And it's when you, all you focus on is just the money that you lose perspective on what you're actually accomplishing and solving for your business owner. Mm -hmm. So like a, a common thing I like to ask people, you know, why do you charge as much as you do? And I said, okay, so let's say you're going to court and you're about to go to jail for 50 years for something that you were accused of doing. We don't really have yellow, they still exist, yellow pages. But if you're going to look at the yellow pages, a book that has all the lists of resources in your community, mm -hmm. and you see two lawyers side by side, and one is $25 an hour and the other one is $500 an hour, they have the same exact schooling, they both, everything is exactly the same, just price is different. And you're about to go to jail for 50 years possibly, who are you going to pay? Ghostbusters, uh, $500. Yeah, 100% you're going to pay the higher price because that is important to you. Mm -hmm. Most business owners don't have a, an understanding of who their clients are. So they're trying to do this you know, shotgun approach of like, I just want someone to buy my product mm -hmm. versus going, this is my client. This is what they can afford. This is the problem that is really hindering them from getting to that next piece in their business. You know, If it's a service-based business, is your problem that dire to them? Because if it's an emergency and they need it fixed right away, like mad when, when someone calls you at two o'clock in the morning and says, oh my gosh, my website crashed. I was trying to do things on the back end. Can you fix it? At that time of the morning, it's going to cost a little bit more. Please to don't get it call fixed. me at two in the morning. <laughs> so <laughs> he just asked you to call it. No, just, <laughs> but it, it'll be a $10,000 fix. I know, I get but, what you're saying. But seriously, like we, we don't think about that. And also, we don't think about the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I talk to speakers all the time, and they, you know, how much do you charge for your talk? I charge $50. How long did it take you to, uh, to give the speech? Oh, it took me, you know, an hour, so I made $50 an hour. Oh, okay. How much did it take you, or how long did it take you to write that speech? Yeah, how much prep time did you do? How much prep time? How many edits did you have to go through? How many people did you have to go and talk? Did you work with a coach on that? Oh, yeah, I paid my coach $400 an hour, and he helped me for four hours. So now you've lost, you know, 12 Wow. Yeah. And then, so, how, you know, how long, how long were you there before the speech? How long were you there after the speech? All of those things, right? And that's where the whole $45 an hour thing is. With going back to the graphic designer, yes, congratulations. You designed something in an hour and it costs $45. That's your billable time. But now you've got to go back and do the books. Now, now you've got to go out and throw find a wrench customers. in it too. I mean, well, and, 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 so, here's, and here's a really good thing too to think about is that no one will ever raise the price that you put on your own head. No mm -hmm. one is ever going to come to that the graphic designer right. and say, you charge me 40 You need to be at least charging me $100 an hour. Like, you should charge me. No one does that. Mm -hmm. No one does that. I've had, I've had clients that come up to me and go, you, charge, you don't charge enough. You need to charge me more. I, don't charge me. Charge everyone else more. Just right. charge me charge the same. Charge in the future. Right? <laughs> but, and that comes back to a belief system. If you don't feel like you're worthy, if you don't truly feel like you're solving a problem for someone, then you're not going to work work very hard and you're going to feel guilty that you charged anyone even a cent. Mm -hmm. Like you, you have to see the value in the product. And there's a lot of companies out there that have different types of programs for fitness and they've got shakes and there's hundreds of those kinds of businesses out there and people will get, why don't you do that, Nathan? Well, I'm not passionate about that. And that doesn't get me going. Like I would feel guilty trying to sell something like that. So why would I want to put myself in that kind of box? Mm -hmm. 
that's fine if that's you know what people are into. Yeah, but you got to. Yeah, I mean, it. you got to know your value, and it, and it's it's a tough thing to know your value, and you have to remember what is the value that the other party is getting out of the exchange, right? It happens so much. So, like the example, the broken website, right? Yeah. Somebody came to us, their website was hacked. Okay, this happens constantly. The website's hacked. There's porn on their website, literally porn on their website, and their website is for child psychology. It's bad. Yeah, it's a bad it day, right? So they call us, and you know what? I don't charge them $500, $600 an hour to fix it. I charge them the same rate we charge them anytime they ask us anything, and then I fix it, and I get it done just as fast as I would have, except I don't charge them an emergency rate, and now they are never going to leave. They're our client for life mm-hmm. because they know if there's a problem, we're going to fix it, and we're not going to gouge them. That's true. So I've not only – I have maybe taken a loss up front understanding that the value is going to be paid out in the long term. Yeah. And that is a what I would say like a compound interest. I have made an investment in, in that loss of extra money I could have made mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I'm taking a loss up front to make a long-term gain. Yeah, there's a strategy behind that. Yes. And there are definitely times when you have where, where you really need to consider that. But there are people that will do everything for free – Right, and, and, that's, and they're just they're gouging their own you know eyes out, and and so it's important to and they stop. can take advantage of they do, and that's why it's important when you're doing your business plan. You know, 2020, the year of vision, right? Mm-hmm. Year of vision, the year of vision, having 2020 vision. It's important to actually put your goals out and saying, okay, if I'm going to if I'm going to do some free work on the site, some pro bono work, how much of it am I going to do? Mm-hmm. How many clients am I really going to go the extra mile for? Because you only have so much time. We all are offered the same right. amount of time. And the question is, are your priorities in alignment? Mm-hmm. Because your priorities, and it should be your prior priority, singular, that is what's going to determine how successful you are, is if you can focus on the things that you really need to do. And if long-term client acquisition is important to you, then yes, you're going to take a hit right. on the front end. If you are up to your eyeballs and clients and you can't even fit one more person in, you're going to charge extra. Yeah, you need to double your price. Yeah, you need to double your price. If you're and, too busy, double your prices, people. I agree, 100%. And don't be afraid to fire a client to bring on a new right. one. And that's that's one of those things that it, yeah, it same sounds thing. counterintuitive. And but. you know, and when like when you're talking about getting an assistant or growing with your staff and that kind of stuff, I got an email today from one of our clients, and and I asked them. I just said, hey, you know, how's things going? And uh, she just actually sent me an uh, email to say happy birthday because it's my birthday today. Happy I birthday! Am Forty-seven. Happy birthday. But anyway, and I said, how are things going? And she said, oh, Jeremy's taking really good care of me, and everything's going great. And what are you up to? Right? Oh, how much do I owe She doesn't this know. Much? Well, I mean. I pay she, her to say that. Though. That's right. So <laughs> I've left my client in Jeremy's hands and Jeremy is taking care of my client and she doesn't even know what I'm up to right now, you know, because why would she, right? She's not in contact with me anymore, yeah. but she's still working with us and she still values our time and, and we're actually going to interview her on the podcast in December. Her name's Carmen. She makes those the, the walking, walking shoes, shoes. Rishad walking shoes for the professional walkers. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, professional walk racing. Yeah, it's it's and where you can't pick amazing. one foot off the ground until the other one hits. They yeah, walk you with the always have movement, to be in you know? contact with the ground. She Seriously. makes those shoes. Yeah. yeah. 
Interesting. It's crazy. If you want an intense sport, like people are like, yeah, I go jogging. I'm like, no, you should try this because there's this whole little. <laughs> it's a low impact. Yeah. There's a whole form to it. So we've talked about mindset. We've talked about like actually doing things for your business and stop speaking the negatives, right? Mm-hmm. Stop thinking, stop speaking. If you want to do something. Talk about your affirmations. Write them down. Say them in a mirror, even though you're going to look like an idiot, probably. That's just me, self-deprecating self. <laughs> That's right. Um, Are you doing what I'm you doing said not what, to I'm do? I'm doing exactly what you said not to and do. In here, and you're going to hate your voice, by the way. If, uh, not, not you specifically, but if you're listening yeah. to this, you're going to hate your voice. It's, like, i got to tell you. Do 45 been, hours of podcasts you have to listen to and then think about how much you like your voice. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing recordings and, and video editing stuff of looking at speeches that I'd done. And I think it was probably year five for me. Right. Year five, there was one day I remember it so, so vividly that I was listening to an audio recording of myself and I heard myself say something and this huge grin just came across my face and I was like, that was good. Right. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I just fell in love with my voice. Yeah, you it. get a couple of those moments on the podcast when we said something and I'm like, damn, we nailed that. That was so good. Yeah, you got to brainwash yourself into the point that you love your voice. Because mm-hmm. it, it does sound, I mean, you know this, both of you, it sounds different over an audio tape right. versus it does in your mind because you have vibrations in your head that cause it to sound lower with resonance. You guys don't even yeah. know this, but. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a face for radio. We're good. I understand completely. See? Self-deprecating talk. Self-deprecating. So don't do that. Jamie, you got to like stand me. in don't front of the like mirror Jeremy. and you got to be like, I have a face for television, damn it. <laughs> I have hey. a face for YouTube. Uh, makeup. You be you, boo-boo. <laughs> makeup. <laughs> Thanks, boo. You don't need makeup. You got to stand in front of the mirror and say, I don't need makeup. Each morning, I wake up. <laughs> And then I put on my makeup. Okay, anyway, I say a little bit. But the problem is, is if you say, I don't need makeup, all your brain right, hears is, right. I need makeup. I need makeup. So you just say, I look fabulous today. So it's hard, right? It's not going to be Looking easy. sharp. And that's something that everybody needs to realize, that most things that are worth doing aren't going to be easy. They're yeah. not going to, success doesn't come overnight. It's one of those things that if you want to live a more positive and fulfilling life, then guess what? You have to be more positive mm-hmm. and do things that are more fulfilling, yeah. right? And it's not something that everybody can see on their own. Sometimes a coach needs to come into play with that. A lot of times, because most people don't know when they're doing it. Here's a great thing. If you ever get brave enough, go to a Toastmasters meeting, if you're familiar (laughs) with Toastmasters, and go to one where they have the little clicker, and every single time they use a filler word, um, uh, 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 you know, um, mm, Mm -hmm. like, have them click you, and you will be so paranoid by the end of that time that when you walk out, you're going to hear, oh, 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 ah. But that's the piece is you don't have someone, like you can't constantly be monitoring your voice all the time. I saw Adobe came out with a piece of software this week that does it live and pulls the ums out of your speech. Really? What? Yeah. It's the auto-tune of speakers. It is. Yes. <laughs> There's going to be a know, lot. In, There's going to be like five minutes of blank it's space. still in the research <laughs> stage. So, Wait, uh, this recording was 73 minutes yeah. long. Why is for, it 24 minutes? For now, you still have to try and work on it. Whatever. Yeah. Either way, so what we're saying and what we're getting at here is do the work. And if you need help finding and figuring out how to go about doing that work, hire a coach. Yeah. You might be thinking, well, I can't afford that. But can you? Can you really not afford that? Because... If a coach comes in, like you said earlier, if a coach comes in and says, well, have you looked at this? Do you know the cost? Do you know what you're spending for Hulu and Netflix and Disney Plus and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know your costs? Because those little things, yeah, they're 4 or 5 $10 a month, but you got 10 of them. Yeah, but when it's your business and it's marketing software and it's 
hundred here and three hundred there and a thousand here and four hundred here and that it adds up. Adds it up. adds up to five people's salaries at the end of the day. That's you can a afford a coach. Story. You can you, also afford HBO. <laughs> get up in the morning, look in the mirror, and say, I am a person that utilizes coaching. See? And I have a face for TikTok. I like that <laughs> affirmation. That's perfect. So, Nathan, how would people go about getting a hold of you if they want to talk to you a little bit more about maybe your services and seeing if you can help them with their business? Yeah, really easy to do. You can go to my website, NathanCookCoaching.com, N-A-T-H-A-N-C-O-O-K-C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G, coaching.com. Easiest way to do it is just go there and you can uh, click to get in contact with me or you can email me at the number two, NathanCook at gmail.com. I'm not going to spell that out. Hopefully you know how to spell cook with no E. You'll be in the show notes. And it, it is com slash podcast. Yeah. And it is the number two, not the T-O-W. T-O-W? That's toe. T-W-O? T-W-O. Yeah. T-W-O. Yeah. We're good. I said it too fast. He's not <laughs> He's not toe Nathan Cook. He's two, number two, Nathan Cook yeah. at gmail.com. Thank you for being on the podcast with us today. We really appreciate it and the insights that you gave us. Thanks, Nathan. Wonderful. This has been Digital Marketing Masters with Matt Rouse and Jeremy Marka. For notes and a transcript of this episode, go to hookseo.com forward slash podcast. Now stay tuned for a preview of our next episode of Digital Marketing Masters. Join us next week as we talk with Gunnar Simonson about creating a life that drives you. Digital Marketing Masters is brought to you by Hook SEO Digital Marketing. Our show is produced by Matthew Rouse and Scott Burson, mixed and edited by Silent Outburst Productions. I'm your announcer, Daniel D. Craig. We would love to hear your thoughts. Please leave us an honest review with your podcast provider. Your reviews help us help more business leaders just like you.